Chicago. Hello, and welcome back to the Bridging Chicago podcast. I'm Nathan Shula, your host today. And I'm so excited to be joined today by Cassandra Murph, who is an associate board member of the Eisenberg Foundation. And we love partnering with Eisenberg. And so Cassandra, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. So the Harold E. Eisenberg Foundation is a really unique organization because it actually has two big missions. And both of them are missions that I think everyone can get on board with. And especially with our real estate roots here at the podcast, um, we really connect with Eisenberg and with uh, the people that work there. So um, Cassandra, if you could share with us about the mission of the Eisenberg Foundation and sort of what that means to you. Yeah, so like you said, the Eisenberg Foundation has two missions. So the first one is to break through GI cancer research. Um, the Eisenberg Foundation does a lot of work and a lot of fundraising to help bring awareness to um, the different types of cancers and then to also help raise money to hopefully find a cure or um, help people who are currently going through it um, right now. Then the second mission, of course, is to provide as many high school and college students with um, as many opportunities as, as possible to advance in the real estate industry, um, which is why I really decided to work hard so that I could become a um, board member. A lot of people don't know that I had actually found out about the Eisenberg Foundation. I believe it might have been in 2016. Okay. Um, I had actually went to one of the annual dinners that they have, and I was just amazed with all of the different leaders in the industry that actually mm. showed up. And then to learn about them trying to do things to advance the students, but as well as working with um, finding, as well as working to help find um, a cure for cancer and to help bring awareness to that as well, that really touched me. So I had actually started, after that day, I began to volunteer. Anytime that they would have an event come up, uh, I started I found out about it. I'm like, I'll send an email here and there to people that I knew. Like, you know what? I really want to be involved in this. What can I do? Are there any events coming up? And luckily, I want to say, I think it was 2020. I was finally able to become a board member after going to meetings um, since 2016. So I was very, very excited about that. The foundation does a lot of great work um, and it does things that's really near and dear to my heart. So, yeah. Obviously, uh, most of us in some way have been touched by cancer, whether survivors going through it or have a family member or close friend who Mm -hmm. has gone through it. Um, it, It's the big C word, right? And it just is like when you hear it, when someone shares with you that they that they just got this diagnosis, everything changes. And so for Eisenberg to have that heart to find a cure. Um, I think it really speaks to the kind of people that you work with. Um, mm-hmm. And so for you, as you as you joined Eisenberg and as you got to be a board member and to kind of see a little more of it, um, what have you learned about the people of the Eisenberg Foundation and the work that they're trying to do, especially on the cancer research side? I have learned so much about so many different people there. Um, 
just knowing about Peter Eisenberg and his family and how cancer affected their lives, um, from getting to hear different stories from different people who are currently experiencing um, or going through cancer at the moment and being able to meet those individuals and hear their stories about what's going on with them and how they're surviving and how the Eisenberg Foundation is helping with that. Um, those, those just, just knowing those stories and then also learning about all of the different people from the organization who have been touched by it in some way. Like you said, this is something that affects so many people and to learn more about it on my part, um, as far as all of the different research that goes into it, all of the money that you have to put behind it to be able to get those results or to work towards the results that we're actually looking to um, find. That stuff has really impacted me in a very, very major way. So I know that, um, you know, here, we always tell people to find a organization that you really feel connected to that you really feel yeah. passionate about and, um, and get involved with them. Why do you think it's important for people to get involved with something that really touches them or something that they're really passionate about um, outside of the work experience? Well, when you find an organization that you're actually really passionate about, you put a lot of effort into it mm -hmm. um, and you find out that there are so many people that are like-minded. I know, especially for me, when I found out um, about the cancer portion um, of the Eisenberg Foundation, my grandmother actually had cancer. That's the person who raised me. Um, wow. And until when she passed away, I was in eighth grade. So just for me, like it was just, this came back around full circle. Like I'm just like, wow, like I'm, I'm really interested in real estate, but this is something that's really touching me on a totally different level. And it's yeah. really one of the main reasons that I even wanted to be involved. Um, and it's one of the main reasons that I try to show up and represent and do as much as I possibly can to get more people involved um, with the organization, because it's something that I'm very, very passionate about. And there are so many other like-minded people who have experienced the same thing and once you once you find something like this, it, it it really makes you appreciate life a lot more. Um, and you really you you just have a, a totally different perspective. So it's very important to to do stuff that you just you're, you know, going to work is something that okay, some people you just have to do that. Like you have to do go to work yeah. to survive, but participating participating in an organization that's doing something that's touching the lives of so many people. Um, it, it really, it, it has a, a very lasting um, impact on you for sure. Yeah, I, I'm very lucky to get to work for an organization that um, encourages us to do that. And mm -hmm. uh, getting to work with Eisenberg um, for Bridging Chicago, uh, having this partnership has been so good. And I love that uh, the Eisenberg Foundation thinks about so many different things. They, they, they really touch on so many different areas, even outside of the, the real estate education and the cancer research. One of the other big components that I've been able to partner with Eisenberg in is the diversity, equity, and inclusion component. And I love that, that the organization thinks so much about um, diversity, equity, and inclusion because 
I think they're really looking for the leaders of tomorrow that have a voice that don't necessarily look like the leaders of yesterday. And it's been so special to me to get to talk to so many people. Um, we worked with Ashley Pollock last year, who is an amazing mm -hmm. person. She's just like a huge ball of energy. I don't know how she does yeah. everything that she does, <laughs> but um, obviously that's the kind of people that Eisenberg attracts because I, I feel like you're a lot the same way. And so what is it about their sort of focus on DE and I that, um, that really resonates with not just the people who are a part of Eisenberg, but the people who partner with them as well. Well, you know what? If I can be completely honest, the okay. Eisenberg Foundation, one of the things that I absolutely love about them is they keep it, they keep it real. They do. <laughs> I mean, they acknowledge the fact we know we, when you look at the real estate industry and you go to these big events, you see that this is really a white male dominated industry mm -hmm. and they want to make a difference. They are doing so much to make sure that everyone is included. Um, they're doing everything that they can to, you know, get more women involved, to get more people of color involved, to have people from different backgrounds. They, they want to give everybody a seat at the table because yeah. pe people deserve it. Yeah. So I, I am ex absolutely, I am, th this is probably one of the greatest, like, I'm, I'm so happy that they are moving forward and doing things like this because, I mean, it, it's necessary. It's yeah. necessary. When you go to those events and you don't see um, people that look like you, then how can we expect any types of changes to actually come? So for them to take the step, the step in that direction to say, hey, we acknowledge that this is a problem and this is something that we want to fix and we're going to do everything that we can to make sure that we include everyone. And I'll let you know, in those meetings that we have, those different committee meetings that we have, we make sure that we have someone from the DE&I committee involved in every single mm. meeting to make sure that those needs are being met. So that's something that I, I can say I absolutely, absolutely love. Um, and I'm yeah. glad that this is becoming... Um, a topic of conversation because it needs to be and it should have been a long time ago and I'm glad that they have decided to um, make these changes. And it's interesting because there are a lot of organizations, a lot of companies now that have these committees um, and I've, I'm a part of a, a few of these and I hear from people where they say, yeah, they have the committee but we don't really do anything. We, we don't meet very often or Nothing really changed. It's just like they have the committee now. And so for an organization to actually give people not just a seat at the table, but a voice um, to empower them to lead, to promote them, you know, all of these things to, to really push um, females, people of color, um, non-gender affirming, non-gender conforming people, um, LGBTQ, IA plus communities to, to really empower people to do the work in their truest selves to be who they are and to do the work, I think is a really special thing. And it yeah. seems to me like something that that's really a focus of Eisenberg is not just like, we want you here, but we want you here as you are. And, and we want you to, to step up and lead. And I think that's really Unfortunately, that's still a little unique in the DEI yeah. world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
but you know they are really i can honestly say being there um they are really doing everything that they can to make sure that they include everyone and i am so proud of that because like you said there are a lot of different um organizations out there that yeah they have this DEI committee and it's not really anything going on but i see yeah. firsthand the amount of work and the time and effort that they're putting in to make sure they include everyone um and everything that we have going on so i am very very happy and i'm actually really looking forward to the future um because i know that there is going to be so so there's so many moving parts and i know that this is just going to be great yeah that makes my heart happy so i'm glad that, that they're <laughs> doing that um we were a part of the real estate summit last year and it was an amazing event i mean this is a big thing. And I don't know if yeah. people realize, you know, Eisenberg does a few things throughout the year, but this is a big event that they do. And it, mm -hmm. the, the education that they provide, um, the connections that people make, the networking, I mean, just all the pieces of it are just amazing. And we were very fortunate to get to attend parts of last year's summit and to get to be involved um, last year. And so I just wonder if you can share with us, I know that it begins the week of January 31st and it goes all week and there's so many different mm -hmm. ways for people to participate. But if you can share with us about the Real Estate Summit and um, and just about what makes it such a fun, just awesome event. Yeah, you know what? This is something that we did for the first time this year um, with, you know, with COVID and everything happening, we had to do everything virtually. We didn't know how it was going to go. We didn't know that it was going to turn out as great as it did. Um, but um, it's basically a week full of events. You get to meet so many different industries and a leader um, in the industry. Um, there are a bunch of different panel discussions. There are um, we're going to have a guest speaker. It has not that whoever that guest speaker is has not been announced yet. Um, but last last year we had um, Sam Zell. That was amazing. We get to learn so much about all the different parts of real estate. Last year we talked about residential, um, industrial, retail, all of those different parts. You learn so much about it. There's not I, I went to a bunch of those sessions and with me being in the real estate industry for the past five years. There was so much stuff that I didn't even know. <laughs> um, so it's a great learning opportunity for sure. You learn so much over the course of that week. And it's actually really fun. I honestly, I didn't expect it to be as lit as it was. I really, really enjoyed it, honestly. And now um, I know that they're setting it up where we're going to be able to have it. Some sessions are going to be in person. Um, and then there's going to be some um, sessions that are completely virtual. But of course, we're going based off of, you know, what happens over the next couple of weeks um, with the in-person stuff. But it is really, really a great event. You get to learn so much about so many different parts of the industry. You get to sit down with leaders in the industry um, who can really give you great information that you are definitely going to use at some point within your career. And I, I look, I always look at the, uh, the speaker list and you always have these like, big name speakers. And I'm like, how do you, how do they do it? How do they get all these people to come here and to, to share their thoughts with, uh, with this group? And I mean, last year, if I'm remembering correctly, you had over a thousand participants in 
at the summit throughout the week, which is yeah. mind blowing. Um, and so these people are getting to hear from not just industry experts, but these are names that like that people would recognize. You said Sam Zell, obviously yes. a big name here in Chicago, but even yes. outside of the keynote speaker, I mean, there's so many speakers who bring expertise in, in so many different areas that mm -hmm. seasoned real estate uh, professionals will learn yes. something. Yes, mm -hmm. that is definitely true. I mean, there is, I, I just can't, there were so many people last year um, and there was so much to learn. I mean, they gave out so much information mm -hmm. and it's really one of those things where it's like, if you, I feel bad for anybody that doesn't show up. Like if you're not involved in the real price summit, I feel so bad for those individuals because these are, you know, when, when does this happen? When you get, I mean, in one week you get to meet so many different people who are well-known, who are experts at what they do. And they're going to actually give you the tools that you need to succeed. They're going to tell you the mistakes that they made so that you don't make those same mistakes. I mean, it's it's really really wonderful. You see how excited I'm? Getting? I'm so passionate. Like, I'm just saying, let's so just fun. we're good. That's all we need. We got what we needed right there because that's that's the uh, that's the ad. <laughs> no, it's it's great. Um, it really is a, a, an awesome event, and uh, the work that goes into it. You know, there's it's just a lot of work that goes into it, and at the yes. same time as you're doing all that, as uh, Eisenberg's doing all that. They're also planning for the real estate challenge, which is mm -hmm. um, for real estate students. And, and that's a yeah. really cool event. And they're, mm -hmm. I know that you're doing um, Eisenopoly this year again. And so there's yes. so many things like it's just like you must have a lot of people over there juggling so many different things to, to make all this happen. Yes, definitely. Everybody is running around with a million things on their to do list. And, you know, the, the crazy part is this is stuff that we're doing. So we're working our regular jobs and then yeah. right after work, we're going and doing all of this different stuff to get prepared for all of the different events that we have coming up. But honestly, it is so rewarding at the end once we get the end result and we're able to have as many people as we have come out to participate is so rewarding. So, yeah. Um, if someone is not sure if they're going to be able to attend the summit for the whole week or, you know, they don't want to necessarily pay one price to have to lock themselves down to making sure you feel like you get the value out of it or whatever. Are there options for people who may not be able to, to attend every session or be there for the entire week? Yeah, you know what? That's really one of the great things about it. So um, last year when we did it there, you you're able to pop in and out of whatever it is i mean because you know we had some students or some individuals who you're not really interested in um maybe retail real estate but you are interested in housing that's why we have it set up specifically so that we talk about those specific topics on specific days so we're not wasting anyone's time we want to make sure that everyone is able to participate um and join whatever meetings that we have based on what it is that they're actually interested in. So we don't have everything mixed up throughout different days where you need to look at one day is specific to exactly, maybe it's just residential. We have another day specifically dedicated to, re to retail. Um, 
So if you're not interested in every single thing, you don't have to show up to every single thing. You have to split up like that for that reason. What are the fun events happening at the summit this year? Because I know there's always this element of fun. They have a real bright night, which is always fun. But but tell us about some of the more fun things that you have planned. Well, um, of course, real bright night is probably one of the most um, lit. Um, But I want to say, you know, all of it is really pretty fun. I want to say anything that we have going on, if you look at the list, anything that's really interactive where you're able to actually have those conversations with Mm -hmm. the leaders yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So, for example, um, I know last year we did the different panel discussions and everybody is able to like type in the questions that they have Um, for the people who are going to be meeting in person. I think those are going to be really great because you're right there with the person um, and you're going to be able to have those conversations and do everything or ask anything that you want to ask. But, you know, for the most part, I can honestly say everything was really fun because I participated in everything last year and everything was really fun. But the real bright night is definitely something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You added a new component to the summit this year that I think is really cool. And so I want you Mm -hmm. to share about it because I know that you're really passionate about it. So why don't you share with us what's new at the summit this year? Yes, this year we will have our high school students involved, uh, which I'm so excited about. You know, we really wanted to have them involved last year, but of course with COVID and, you know, some students being in school and things being virtual, we just, we couldn't do it last year. Um, But this year we finally have the opportunity to get our high school students involved um, and I'm very, very excited about that. We are actually in the process of, I think we're going to set it up where we have, um, we're going to get a group of different high school students who we're actually partnering with Embark, um, who, you know, of course, that's one of the organizations that Eisenberg Foundation works with heavily um, Mm -hmm. in regards to bringing awareness about real estate to students who grow up in communities like the one that I grew up in. I grew Mm -hmm. up in Inglewood. Um, where this is not a topic of discussion, um, most students who don't, most students in high, in those areas in high school don't really know much about real estate. Um, they, for the most part, when you say real estate, a lot of people automatically assume it's buying and selling houses. So Mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to sit down with a group of high school students this year to discuss all of the different areas of real estate, all of the different jobs that you can have, all of the different opportunities that are out there. Um, and I'm really, really excited about that. I'm going to be one of the um, people talking to the students. Um, I know Lonnie um, is also going to be one of the individuals who's going to talk about the residential portion of real estate. So mm-hmm. we are really, really looking forward to this. Hopefully, we're going to be able to get a bunch of high school students heavily involved in real estate after um, that day. So I'm really, really, really excited about that. Yeah, it's a whole new generation of people that Eisenberg is going to reach yes. out to. And I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think they're going to enjoy it. So it's so cool that you yes. added that in. Um, can you share with me about under-resourced communities and how the Eisenberg Foundation sort of works with them and, and sort of brings under-resourced or um, underrepresented communities into the fold? Yes, yes. So... The Eisenberg Foundation actually is partnered with Embark Chicago. 
Embark Chicago. Um, I can give you a little bit of background about that. Hopefully I can do it quick. Um, so when I was in high school on the south side of Chicago in the Inglewood community, one of my teachers, his name was Imran Khan. He was my English teacher. He noticed that a lot of the students within that, you know, a lot of the high school students there had never been outside of the community. Um, he would bring different fruits and, and different vegetables and stuff to school. And I can say, honestly, some of the stuff I didn't know what it was because I'd never seen it because we didn't have for a long time. Inglewood was considered um, a food, um, a food desert. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just got a Whole Foods over there. I want to say maybe 2016, somewhere around it. Um, so he noticed that there was a need to get students outside of the community, um, and to expose them to life outside of Inglewood. So he would take us to meet with different individuals who ran different businesses. Um, and one of the great things that the Eisenberg Foundation has done, they have been able to get heavily involved with Embark by, um, and they're now able to use the tools that they have to expose high school students who come from these areas to real estate. So now, like I said, you know, a lot of times when people hear real estate, they automatically assume, okay, you're buying and selling houses. I didn't even know about property management until I started working for a property management (laughs) company. I didn't know what that was. I never heard of it. I didn't think twice about it. Um, I didn't think about um, industrial real estate. I, I honestly, I didn't think about anything regarding commercial real estate at all. Um, but now that I've been exposed to it, um, I, I know so much about it. And the Eisenberg Foundation is working really, really hard to make sure they expose all of those students to the same things that I've been exposed to so that they can get their foot in the door to network and become part of hopefully the Eisenberg Foundation, but to also just do something in real estate um, when the opportunity presents itself. Yeah. And, you know, we all know it's not what you know, it's who you know. And so making those connections is really important. And I think that there are so many times where I hear stories of people um, from various backgrounds who are like, I didn't know what I didn't know. And that is to say, like, you can get all the education that you can, you know, you can try and take advantage of every resource that you have available. But sometimes they just don't even know that these other resources exist or that it's important Uh to do the networking or that there are other people out there who have been there before who are willing to share, who are willing to mentor and and people mm-hmm. just don't know. So I think even just making pe- people aware of resources and how to obtain those, I think is, is really important. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. I know that for me, I went to college actually um, to be a um, a high school English teacher, oh, okay. but I wanted to be an English teacher because the most successful person that I knew was an English teacher. Hmm. And that was the person, I mean, of course, now he's the CEO of Embark Chicago and he's no longer a teacher. Um, But at the time, he was the most successful person that I knew. And I knew that I wanted to do something with myself. And I figured, well, this is what I had been exposed to. So I guess I should just go ahead and do that. But um, as I, you know, began to participate in these different events and kept coming to the Eisenberg Foundation events, that's when I realized, you know what, I really want to make a career out of real estate. And had I not been exposed to, um, had I not been exposed to that, I wouldn't have even known about it at yeah. all. So Right. Hold on one second. I need to plug in my laptop.
Sorry, I guess I forgot to do that when I started. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, all right. So just want to make sure we've covered we've covered a lot, so I think we're looking good. Okay. So we talked about how Eisenberg is really hoping to give a seat to everyone, to people from all kinds of backgrounds. And so um, that means bringing in a lot of people from a lot of different areas. And yep. um, I know this year you're hoping to do a hybrid sort of situation, but as mm -hmm. you know, COVID continues to be something that we have to think about um, that's at the forefront of everyone's mind. Um, how is the foundation sort of addressing that and how are they uh, putting themselves in a position to pivot if need be as we move forward? Yeah, um, so we are continuing to follow all of the state and local health department um, guidelines. So mm -hmm. we are monitoring the COVID-19 um, situation very, very closely. Of course, if necessary, everything is virtual we you know we've already done everything virtually um yeah. and everything is still being offered virtually so if people are not comfortable with showing up in person they can always show up um online and um we can just go from there but as of right now for the individuals who are planning to show up we are definitely monitoring everything to make sure that everyone is um safe because at the end of the day we want to make sure that everyone is healthy um, we don't anyone, want anyone to get sick. So we are paying very close attention to that. So if anything major comes up, we'll definitely make sure everyone is notified. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's the, the most important thing is just keeping people aware, communicating, you know, mm -hmm. being able to, to pivot if need be. But I think at this point, everyone's pretty used to knowing that things may change. <laughs> it's just, yeah, mm -hmm. we, we're all rolling with, with it the best we can. So. <laughs> Um, so I thank you so much for the, for all the information you've given us. Um, I think it's really cool to see people who are really excited about not just what they do, but sort of who they get to partner with and how they get to spend their time because time is, is a great resource. And I think one of the things that we've learned during this time is who you choose to give your time to really says a lot about, um, who you are and, and how you feel about the work that they're doing. And so when you choose to give your time to something like the Harold E. Eisenberg Foundation, it means that they're doing really important work and yes. that they value you. And I think that's mm -hmm. something that I've always felt from them is that they value the individual. And I think that's something special. It's, it's not necessarily easy for people to do to feel like when they're volunteering or when they're giving their time, like they are actually being valued themselves. And I think that's something that the foundation does really well. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, they are always open to listening, hearing new recommendations, any ideas that come up, they are very, very open. Um, and it makes you definitely feel valued to know that not only am I volunteering with my free time, um, to do something that, of course, I, I, I enjoy, but I'm also being heard at the same time. And, yeah. you know, they're taking anything that I say into consideration. So that makes you, of course, people like me, it makes me even more passionate and it makes me want to work even harder 
to get yeah. more people involved for sure. That's so good. Yeah. Um, is there anything else about the foundation or about the summit that you would like to share with us before we head out? Um, well, I guess the only thing that I could say is if you have not signed up already, go sign up. We want to make sure we get as many people involved as possible. Um, and just stay tuned. We have so much coming in 2022. So I'm looking forward to all of the events that we have coming up. Yeah. And whether you're a high school student, college student, whether you've been a professional for a year or 30 years, the summit is something that you will absolutely get value out of. You will learn, you will connect, you will network. Hopefully you'll have fun. I know that um, it has been fun for us. So um, yes. it, it is It is something that is really a cool thing for anyone who's interested in real estate. And you can pop in and out to the sessions that you really feel connected to or called to. And so um, you can continue to do your work and do all the things that you've been doing while still attending the summit. So um, mm -hmm. it really is something that I think will be beneficial for anyone interested in real estate, regardless of your years of experience or if you're a student. So um, I think you continue, the, the Eisenberg Foundation continues to look for ways to make it bigger and better. And as soon as I'm like, oh man, this is as good as it's gonna get, it just gets better. So I think adding <laughs> the high school component has really done that for you this year. Yes, definitely. Um, if you are interested in learning more about the Eisenberg Foundation or signing up to attend the Real Estate Summit, um, again, it starts January 31st and runs through the entire week. Thursday of that week is Real Bright Night, so make sure you sign up to attend Real Bright Night because that's a piece that you definitely won't want to miss. Um, you can visit eisenbergfoundation.org. We'll make sure we connect all of the social media um, handles and, and all the information to this episode, and we'll make sure we blast that out so you'll know where to go. But uh, to learn, um, to sign up, or to, um, to learn how to be a part of the Eisenberg Foundation, you can go to eisenbergfoundation.org. Cassandra, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, it has been so good talking to you and learning more about what you have planned for this year. And I'm really excited to get to continue our partnership with the Eisenberg Foundation. And thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for bringing attention to the Eisenberg Foundation and for discussing the Real Bright Summit. I hope to see so many people there. I hope there are a lot more people and in 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 going in progress right now of signing up. So yeah. really looking forward to it. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bridging Chicago as produced by the SATC Solutions Center. Nothing contained in this podcast shall constitute financial, investment, legal, and or professional advice. No professional relationship of any kind is created between you and the podcast host or guest. You are urged to speak with your financial, investment, or legal advisors before making any investment or legal decisions. Furthermore, the opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the opinions of SATC Solution Center, SATC Law, or any of its employees. This podcast is created by the hosts and guests' individual capacities. All opinions on this podcast are or have been rendered based on specific facts under certain conditions and are subject to certain assumptions and may not and should not be used or relied upon for any other purpose, including but not limited to or use in or in connection with any investment purposes or legal proceeding. 